Now for something completely different. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. Hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shelton. No, you're not Steffi Barnett because you're not on. There you go. Try again. Mess with, <laughs> you're messing with me slider, Shelton. <laughs> Are you? What's happened? That's oh. not me. That is like... So have we just gone off air or are we on air? No, I think we're on air, but I think the computer just crashed. Well, we're off to a good start this week. Yes, we are. Okay, <laughs> first of all, uh, apologies that um, the uh, advertised programme won't take place because, um, unfortunately, Nigel Bryars from West Supermare Pride, who's uh, going to be doing Winter Pride, is not very well. Um, but we've still got Brigstow 5 uh, from Alid, and we've still got our last in the series of Fighting with Pride. Um, I think we'll be talking about Wonder Woman. Um, oh, yes. And um, the best. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, the last time this happened, where, where the main computer crashed, was so long ago, it was in the studios in the other building, if you remember. Ooh. And you and you and Terry, I think, sang the jingle. Yeah, we did. We just sung everything. Yeah, you sang, sang yeah. everything. So it is rebooting. I can't do anything till it does. So, okay. I should, so in fact, we ought to actually say hello to our other dude. Hello, how are you? <laughs> all right, thank you. Are you feeling in a singing mood in case it doesn't come back? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to. It's all hands on deck with community radio often, so we're all ready. We're prepared. Mm. Well, we're prepared. I was just saying we could sing, sing the sound of music, but I don't think it would be. Uh... Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> the hills are alive. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, I won't sing anymore. That's fifty thousand of our hundred thousand just tuned out. Isn't isn't that isn't that like every Christmas that's on? Uh, Santa music. Christmas, Easter's. Yeah. It's on all the time in my place. I actually have the um, the movie. Have you got it? Oh. I was going to say, have you got it like soundtrack on got, Spotify? Yeah, the thing is, around, around. no, I haven't. I haven't got physical DVDs anymore. It's all in um, Apple's cloud. Oh, right. Mm. Oh, other clouds are available. They are certainly are. <laughs> yes, Amazon has a cloud and have a couple of movies in there as well. I'm <laughs> sure. I, 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 Google Drive storage as well. If you're yes, yeah. you see, I didn't really. I'm not, not really been much of a Spotify user because, of course, with the, with the radio show, you have to buy the music in order for it to be licensed mm. to play on air. You mm. can't just like get Spotify and use it. So, you know, I've, I've always bought tracks, but that's been has got Spotify, and I've been using it a bit recently. And what I quite like is you find a track and you play it, and then it finds other ones that are similar yeah I you think end up finding loads of things that, yeah. that you like it's i think cool. all the streaming services do that don't they yeah yeah because uh, i've got the amazon music and that does um i've got the apple music as well and that does it's very clever isn't it it is it's using lots of algorithms to try and work out what don't you like. swear at me andy <sighs> I, I was gonna say algorithms are about mathematical formulae so it's not exactly yes it's, it's, what you just our, said our, 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 our nice, <laughs> well, we, we, we should thank Alan Turing um, our well, fa- for computers well for our founder of computers but also founder mm. of, of a lot of our algorithms that we use today mm. um, and the basis for lots of things that we do oh so we're back oh, we're back well, in we, business we, we, we have a computer let's put it that way <laughs> Right, so um, do we need to go through the uh, the top again? You want, you, want, you want to do the show start? Isn't it a little bit late? I mean, we can, can if you like. We can, we've like, already been five minutes in, so... I'm bored now. 
<laughs> oh, you're going to do it? Okay. Here we go. Oh, this is so exciting. Welcome to Shout Out. Out of the closet and into your ears. So, for a second time, hello and welcome to Shout Out. I'm Andy Shilton. I'm Steffi Barnett. <laughs> uh, on today's show, it's the final part of Fighting with Pride. Plus, it's News Extra with Terry, where we take a look, an in-depth look at stories that are important to you, what was especially the point? Terry. What was the point? I don't know. <laughs> All that and more in the next less than an hour now. What else else is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Alid's here. We know that. Yeah. So, shall we? Shall we go catch up with Alid, and uh, uh, we'll we'll come back. Uh, Have a listen to this. We'll be back in a minute. (laughs) My five on shout out. Hello and welcome to the November edition of the Brigstone My Five. Um, you're joined this month by me, it's Alid. Hi everybody, you've had a couple of months off from my voice. Um, so uh, welcome back and for those new listeners who are there, uh, I am Alid and I am the Community Engagement Manager for Brigstone and I use he, him pronouns. Uh, so November is a really, really busy, busy month uh, for us. Um, So a couple of things I want to mention. So the first one is that we are recruiting. Uh, We are recruiting for an admin volunteer to help support our office manager one day per week. And the role will include kind of helping to... uh, do all of the admin amongst our peer support group, general office admin and kind of answering, making phone calls as and when they are needed. Um, So as I said, it is one day a week. The closing date for this is on Monday, the 8th of November at 9am. And we will be interviewing on Thursday, the 11th of November. So if you would like more information if you are interested you can pop onto our website and under support our work and recruitment is the full post there with the job description and everything else or just feel free to give us a call um, and one of the team will be happy to speak to you um, and you can call us on 0117-955-5038 that's 0117 9555038 and the website is www.brookstow.org what does happen in november every year it's going to be the start of our world aids day program which is the annual event to raise awareness reduce stigma and to remember all of our siblings that and loved ones that we have lost to HIV or AIDS, but also to celebrate the fact that in 2021, we have PEP, we have PrEP, people living with HIV on effective treatment cannot pass the virus on. And we aren't dying in the numbers that we once were. So 
Our programme is live. It begins on Monday the 22nd of November, 11am, outside City Hall on College Green in Bristol, where we will be raising the red ribbon flag uh, with the Mayor, Marvin Rees, followed by some refreshments and a small gathering in the Lord's mayor's chapel afterwards and then through the week we have lots of events to raise awareness from kind of talks and HIV free hiv awareness training our world aids day celebration the thursday of that week as standard we will be taking over the shout out airwaves and you can get a whole hour of us so it is a really really special event culminating on the 1st of december where we will have our vigil at saint james priory so go on to our socials go on to the website have a look at the program All of the Eventbrite links are included to register your interest. They're all free. This is a time now for us as a community to come together whereas and spend time with each other um, and be in that space together, whereas last year it was all virtual. So it's a really, really special year. Um, On World AIDS Day itself, Temple Meads, City Hall and Ashton Gate Stadium will all be lit up red as well to help us commemorate this special day. If you, like I said, pop onto our socials, so that's at Brigstow Info on Twitter and Facebook and at Brigstow on Instagram, pop onto our website, www.brigstow.org, go under latest news and it's World AIDS Day 2021. I hope that I get to see as many of you there as possible and um, whatever you do do with your November, look after each other, look after yourselves, take care and I'll speak to you or see you very soon. Bye. If you have a story you could tell in five minutes, get in contact. Visit us online at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Oh, well, we're having really good luck here, aren't we? (laughs) Oh, well, I guess Terry's uh, rocking and rolling now. Ready Uh, for the news, Terry? No, I see. We should have a wind up gramophone player, shouldn't we? Just (laughs) for these instances. (laughs) I seem to still have a computer, so we'll we'll give this a go. Um, But um, it just stopped. I didn't do anything. Uh, Okay, should we get some news headlines? You're more than welcome. Shout out news headlines on Thursday the 4th of November. Pink News and the US national network NBC were amongst those this week highly critical of a BBC News article which heavily quoted known anti-transgender campaign groups such as Get the L Out claiming that lesbians were being coerced into having penetrative sex with transgender women who were portrayed in the article as hungry sex predators. 
In a heartwarming stance, thousands of lesbians signed petitions and contacted media to underline the fact that most gay women do not want to splinter the movement with trans women. One lesbian wrote on Twitter, I am a cis lesbian woman and I am so sick of seeing people who normally don't give a damn about lesbian rights tweeting I stand with lesbians or similar because they want to claim that all trans people are predators. This is not progressive. Linda Riley, the founder of Lesbian Visibility Week and publisher of Diva, the top magazine for LBTQ women since 1994, wrote on Twitter that, in all my years of publishing, I have never ever heard from a lesbian who says she has been pressured into having relationships with a trans woman. Laura Katie Dell from the Group Trans Activism UK said that on January the 8th there will be a demonstration against BBC London headquarters by trans and allied groups. Some Twitter users went further noting the experience of Welsh language campaigners during the late 70s when activists burned their TV licences and even went to jail to force the BBC into providing proper Welsh language programming. These people said that it was high time that LGBTQIA people followed this example. Well, on a related note, the brilliant feminist thinker Judith Butler, whose incisive analysis and cutting mind have done so much to empower women, has written for the US edition of The Guardian newspaper to warn in no uncertain terms that supposedly gender-critical and anti-trans feminist grouplets are being used as dupes to further fascistic currents around the world, from the authoritarian Brazilian president Jair Bolsonaro to Hungary's descent into populist extremism. Ultimately, Butler warns, the very same feminists who think that they are defending women by opposing transgender rights will be consumed by the fascist movements that they have allied with. In an impassioned piece, Butler urges solidarity between all groups against the menace of the far right wing. You can visit our website for a link to Professor Butler's article. Thousands and thousands of LGBTQIA people and their allies took part in demonstrations in larger cities across Italy last Thursday after right-wing parties in the Italian Second Parliamentary Chamber, the Senate, blocked a bill that would have extended anti-racist protections to women, gay people, trans and intersex people. Disability organisations also mobilised to join the demonstrations because the blocked bill would have extended hate crime protections to people with physical and mental health disabilities as well. Although unlikely to have an immediate effect on LGBTQIA civil rights in Bangladesh, atheist campaigners, including the gay-friendly magazine The Free Thinker, which exposes religious extremism from all faiths, says that the Bangladeshi government of the female Prime Minister, Sheikh Hasina, is likely to revert to the country's original 1972 constitution, which says clearly that Bangladesh is a secular country and that people of different faiths need to live alongside each other peacefully and with mutual respect. According to Bangladesh Channel 9 television, the country adopted an Islamic constitution after brutal military dictatorship was installed in 1978. The government is responding to a riot by Islamic fundamentalists in which five followers of the Hindu religion were murdered and many Hindu temples were vandalised. 
And finally, warm wishes to LGBTQIA people of Hindu heritage as we are in the middle of the five days of the festival of Diwali. The most important Indian festival is also marked by Jains, Sikhs and some schools of Buddhism and therefore unites most of India's religions. The most important festival in the calendar, this is a time for celebration, dressing up, sharing meals and having special foods. With its expansive range of gender non-conformist gods and its many holidays and high days, Hinduism does have a large number of LGBTQIA followers and they are represented by a number of groups internationally, the largest being called Galva 108. The other religions that mark Diwali also have active LGBTQIA groups. We've popped some links to these on our website for reference. Well, for these news stories in further detail and much, much more, we update our website daily. Do check us out at shoutoutradio.lgbt. For Shout Out News this November evening, it's been Terry Starr. Shout Out News. National and international LGBT news for you. See, you can't not, Terry. That's the most professional thing we broadcast so far tonight. Shout out. LGBT radio for you. Right, Steph, can you get ready to sing? Just in case this one does cut out on us again. Okay. <laughs>
Go on then, Steph. Sing along. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Earth, wind and fire. Yes. No water. Where's the water? Yes. Yes, you know, I never realised that, to be fair. No words. Three of the elements mm. were represented there. Yeah. Yeah. They were. <laughs> yeah. And the mix was by Seventh Heaven. Yeah. Yeah, oh. we were just talking yeah. that all the, the best mix houses are all run by gays. Almighty. <laughs> It's really a gay like takeover of the mix houses. There's Clone, um, or DMC, DMC, which our fr- uh, friend who um, has uh, passed, passed on, away, unfortunately, yeah. is um, David Coulthard. Yeah. He was one of the originals of DMC mm. Mix House. They used to cut tape reel to reel. You imagine oh mixing. Gosh. Now we got Audition, Audacity. Mm. Incredible talent. Yeah. yeah. For those that don't know, that's that software editing. <laughs> Music editing. Software. Yeah, the, the, well, it's similar to yeah. It's like it's not like it's that. like playing with reel to reel and cutting it and splicing. <laughs> it. I was going to say splicing <laughs> tape, but and only a bit quicker. Bits of, <laughs> sticking bits of tape over the top. Uh, anyway, uh, this is the last in our series of uh, Fighting with Pride, which we, we do really hope you've enjoyed the series and mm. found it informative. It's been great playing it over the last few weeks, oh, yeah. hasn't it? It's been, you know, uh, really good. Uh, but it's also because we're approaching Remembrance Day, uh, when on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month of 1918, uh, also known as Armistice Day, the official end of World War I hostilities will, were declared. Um, and uh, we remember those executed by their own sides for having uh, a mental breakdown or being different. Uh, if you want to hear the series again, of course, all the podcasts are up on our shows page. Just go to shoutoutradio.lgbt uh, forwards slash shows. Uh, but as I said, this is the final in the series, uh, so have a listen to this. Until the turn of the century, the British Armed Forces engaged in the social cleansing of a group of their own people seen as a threat to its existence. LGBT plus personnel matched the courage of peers on the battlefield, but if discovered, were arrested, interrogated, subjected to degrading medical examinations and court martial. I'm Ed Hall. And I'm Rebecca Sandals. Working with the charity Fighting with Pride, we're telling the stories of people who served or were directly affected by this gay ban. Terry Skidmore was just 17 when he joined the army in 1971. By 1976, he was serving in the elite household cavalry when a photo spread in a gay magazine, supposedly modelled by soldiers, caused media and political outrage. The article also triggered a Royal Military Police investigation, which led to 18 guardsmen being discharged. Here's Terry's story. My time in the army was cut short, not by me, and not for any reason we've ever really been able to understand. I personally think it was a a cleansing of gay men from the army under the guise of something that we supposedly did wrong. Here in front of me, I've I've got my military discharge book, and it quite clearly says that my military conduct was very good. That's the two words they use, very good. I was a household cavalry state trumpeter. I'd come out of the army after three years and I went back in after six weeks because I didn't want to be in civilian life and they accepted me back. So effectively I joined twice and they accepted me twice. And yet on my fifth year, I find myself with this book which says he has found it difficult to adopt to military life. Although he has no doubt got ability I believe he is better suited to being a civilian. If I did something wrong and they let me in twice, 
why on earth did they want me to go away early and make me sign a piece of paper accepting that situation? I was actually on guard at Whitehall, so the Queen was at home, and two SIB people turned up and they took me, they took me into a room on my own, entirely on my own. Bearing in mind I was pretty young. And the conversation, which, which sort of lasted about half an hour, but, but it went like this. What pub do you drink in? Well, of course, it would have been a surprise if I'd said something 25 miles away, wouldn't it? You know what I mean? With, with a special reputation. But we actually drank in the nearest pub to the barracks. And even to this day, there is no other pub closer. Been there forever. Everybody, as far as I knew, everybody drank there anyway. Because it was a cavalry pub, because we used it a lot, gay civilian men would obviously get some sort of kick out of coming over and talking to us. And yes, of course, over the years, you get to know some of the people and you become friends with them. When I say friends, you know, they'll buy, they'll buy you drinks, you'll buy them drinks. But the conversation on that occasion was, where do you drink? I said the name of the pub. Why do you drink there? And I gave the obvious answer, because it's the nearest pub to the barracks and we all use it. Then we started getting a string of names. Some I knew and some I didn't know. Have you ever seen anyone famous in there? I couldn't think of anybody famous that I'd ever seen in there at all, actually. And yes, I knew some of those people. Do you accept drinks from them? So I said, well, I'll accept drinks from anybody. Authors be one, you know. We were young soldiers on about £15 a week. If somebody wants to buy you a drink, you don't say no. I don't think I 100% linked it with anything to do with the article in the magazine. More months went by, I think, because I think that was must, must, must have been something like August or October or something, 75. And someone came to me and said, it would be an NCO, and said, you're wanted upon the square. They didn't give me any more information. I'm just wanted upon the square. And I see this queue of men. There's a line of men on, on the square, on the parade square. People were going from the end of the line, marched across the square and up the steps, and then you didn't see them again because they'd go into the colonel's office and then when they come out, they'd leave a different way. And when it was my turn, I was marched across the square, up the steps, into the colonel's office. I really can't remember what he said, but it was, it was to do with where I was drinking and that my services were no longer required. And he spun a piece of paper around on the table and told me to sign it. At my age nowadays, I wouldn't sign anything unless I'd read every, every word. But quite honestly, when you're that age and you're in front of a colonel and you don't really know why, he tells you to sign something, you just sign it. So I signed it and off we went. And all I knew was my last day was, was a couple of weeks hence. And then the next thing we really know is that it is nonsense, absolute nonsense. And I really mean that in all honesty, coming out in the paper sensationalised nonsense about the, the elite Queen's regiment has a vice ring, a vice ring that apparently people, civilians, could, could, they could phone up the, the barracks and order, they could rent a trooper, for want of a better expression, suggesting there was like a, a bunch of prostitutes, if you like. Homosexuality, as you know, was, was legalised in 1967, but the stigma... The stigma was certainly still there in the 70s. I mean, some people are still twisted nowadays. But because we weren't allowed to be gay in the army, or we weren't allowed, allowed to be openly gay, people didn't mention it. So it, I've always assumed now, you know, it was, it was based, based on an assumption that we were gay. We decided to really sort of make a lot of noise about it and, and talk to MPs and try and get some information. Of course, we've come up against a 
brick wall because everybody says, oh, it's so long ago, all the, all the records are gone, all the paperwork is gone, there's nothing to be found, uh, which is very convenient because there is no answer to it. There is no answer to what it was really all about. Uh, as you probably may recall, about three, four, five years ago, there were two troopers from the household cavalry. I can't remember. I think they were Blues and Royals, the other half of the regiment. The two troopers actually got married and were living in the married quarters at Hyde Park Barracks. And as much as I love to see that, because I really genuinely love to see that, I think, good. If two people love each other, get together and be together. You only have one life. What, what an enormous contrast to the way we were treated on, on, in my opinion, on an assumption. Where was the charge? Why wasn't I court-martialed? Why did they give me a very good military conduct record? Why did they just simply say, we believe he's got ability, but he's more suited to civilian life? What the hell does that mean? You've been listening to Terry Skidmore explaining how in 1976 he was forced out of the household cavalry in what seemed to be an attempt at a gay purge. Today, more than four decades later, Terry is still seeking an honest explanation of why that happened, along with an apology for how he and his colleagues were treated. You've been listening to Fighting with Pride, produced by John Dash Media with the support of the Audio Content Fund. For more information, visit fightingwithpride.org.uk. Shout out. LGBT Radio for you. The Shout Out Podcast. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's uh, Louis Armstrong. Don't, don't really think that needs any. Yeah, no, the computer's not broken. It's fine. It's fine. You don't, don't need to That's sing. That's beautiful, it. isn't it? <laughs> it is. So, and, uh, yeah, what a wonderful world. Louis Armstrong. Uh, lovely. Now, um, uh, if you are listening live, if you're listening on, on a, a repeat, actually, it may even be today, but if you're listening to us live, um, it is currently the 4th of November, uh, making tomorrow a rather special day in the British calendar anyway. Well, um, we broadcast which is... mostly tomorrow. Yes. I think we're on, <laughs> yeah. we're on all day. It's shout out for every Friday is shout-out day, because we're on all day from 11am. <laughs> catch us on different stations through the day, can't you? If you just can't so, get enough of us. Yeah. Um, of our dulcet tones and sexy voices. Yeah, we start off with you. Medway Pride, then Trans Radio UK, UK then Bass, yeah. um, GFM, Thornbury, Turquoid. Radio Turquoid, yeah. And then Global Voice on a, um, a Saturday at 8 p.m. and Bradley State Radio at 6 p.m. on Sunday. Yes, throughout the weekend, you see. And if you can't tune in to any of them, they're all available as podcasts on Shout Out Radio. Yeah, without the music. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, go go back to uh, what, what I was talking about. Tomorrow is um, uh, Guy Fawkes Night, also called Bonfire Night or Fireworks Night. Mm. Um, when, when ironically we we celebrate someone who tried to blow up houses of parliament by blowing up lots of other things, which uh, my American friends always find quite hilarious. Why would we do that? And it's kind of a weird thing, isn't it? You know? It is. It is. Sixteen oh five, wasn't it? The gunpowder plot. Yes. And um, as we were talking off mic. As Andy said, because um, a group of 
Roman Catholics during the religious wars, of course, of the early modern period, and a group of Roman Catholic conspirators. How is modern period. It's, it's called the 16. early. Well, after 1485 is known as the early modern. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's called the. Early so where modern. are we now? The past it. We're in the postmodern uh, period, yeah. really. <laughs> postmodern. Uh, postmodernism. Uh, Wrecking the yeah. planet, but we won't go there. That's a different subject. Uh, his, his, <laughs> history post 1960 is called the postmodern era. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, so the, the the group of Catholic conspirators tried to depose uh, James the First, who was a Protestant king. Uh, so they could have a Catholic monarch, and the way they were going to do that was to blow him up, and all of Parliament. But are you, you they got quite close a, as well, didn't they? They, they, got, very they got very close. They got very close yeah. because it it coincides with the day that the king was supposed to be opening Parliament. Mm. Uh, was the following day. Yeah, so that's why. Oh, it's, yes, right. So, uh, um, and apparently that was um, uh, he was trying to make it a Thanksgiving day and trying to change it to be Thanksgiving for him and stuff yeah, like that mm, too. Um, a lot of but you you came up with a little tidbit earlier because you said it was King James, wasn't it? But to his courtiers, to his courtiers he was known as Queen James. Oh, very much so. I mean, there was a recent episode of Doctor Who actually in which the great Alan Cumming portrayed King James as a lascivious old queen. <laughs> and basically, that's what he was like, apparently. And he was known far and wide in the land as Queen James I. So even in Why? those days, they used to use the word queen as a Why? shorthand. Because he was very effeminate, because he liked young men. Uh, I mean, we don't know what his sexuality was, because but things really, were very different. There's a hint in there somewhere. There's, there's certainly a hint that he enjoyed the male company, and, and that he was flamboyant in camp. Because what was that? Was there the stigma about then in 1600s? Well, certainly. I mean, buggery was against the law. I mean, the Buggery Act of 1533 under Henry VIII had, had come in, and uh, you know, so sex between men and two men, know, yeah, 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 in that way. Uh, but yes, I mean, uh, it, we'll have to get Ella on really to talk yeah. about the different ways in which sexuality was viewed in different eras. Well, um, I know from so, a previous conversation we had with Ella that the further back you go, the the, the the less the idea of gender was a thing, you know, the whole male yeah. and female is quite a modern um, uh, thing, if, if you like. Well, the, the Greeks or the um, the Romans didn't seem to worry too much. No. No. Yeah, no. I mean, I mean, for example, Emperor Hadrian, it was well known that uh, he preferred young guys. His lover was Antinous. Who, Is that who, as in Hadrian's Wall? Uh, Hadrian. in Hadrian's Wall, the Emperor Hadrian. Uh, and uh, so it was widely known that he preferred young men, but he wouldn't have been called gay because no such terminology existed and no such concept existed. No, well, the word gay um, comes from to be happy, doesn't it? And they used to say, you know... Yes, if you're, yeah, gay, flamboyant, yes. And the sort of word gay, I think, sort of dates back to the Victorian period. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah. It, 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 it's in all the movies I grew up in, when they said um, gay or singing gay, it was mm, just about happy. being happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I believe it has um, elements of um, Polari, um, if, if I'm correct. Uh, with Polari meaning different things and gay gay was, you know. Yeah. Someone's going to write it down and go, no, you're totally wrong. But I'm sure, because me and Ella researched it for um, a yet-to-be-broadcast mm. series on the the background between the LB, LGB and T. Um, and I'm sure that was in there. But I'm going mm. off topic. We because, are going um, off topic. Um, we wanted to talk fireworks, because, of course, um, um, the whole thing is tomorrow, tomorrow half of the country explodes. Yes, um, fireworks all evening. We may love it, but certain little friends that uh, we have um, don't quite quite so much um and um we we know you know lots of people love love pets um you know whether you're lgbt or not Mm -hmm. and um um, it's one of those things it doesn't get talked about that much but it can be really scary i mean i've 
had two dogs and I've now got a cat. This is going to be the cat's first year where he can go out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm a bit worried, um, if I'm honest. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but uh, we thought we talked through some advice, didn't we? Yes, we did. Now, uh, the RSPCA has uh, advice which you can find on their website for Bonfire Night uh, for owners of dogs, cats and smaller mammals. Um, and we have um, a number of pointers. Uh, they say, um, s- during fireworks night, make sure you... Uh, Walk your dog during the daytime before the fireworks are likely to be set off. Although I have to say, on my estate, they seem to sort of start late afternoon, <laughs> let alone the evening. Well, it uh, gets dark at four, doesn't it? It does so. at this time of year, of course. <laughs> Move your dog to a safe haven each evening before the fireworks begin, um, because we're going to have a weekend of fireworks due to the way it falls this year on a Friday night. Uh, provide toys it's and other a things. week, though, isn't it? Let's be fair. It's a it is. week or so it goes on. I, I don't know what the legal things are, because they're bringing in more and more stricter rules, but, mm. you know, I, I know it, it goes on longer than you, you'd think. Well, it? the police say they have a very busy week between Halloween, which, you know, obviously we celebrated yeah. last weekend, through to Bonfire. It's a very busy week, because unfortunately some people take advantage of those two festivals to mm. misbehave and chuck fireworks and flower and things like that around. Right. And so, you've got dogs, haven't you, Steph? I mean, have you had issues with No. Little Ruby, bless her, has passed on. She made 14 years, and that's quite good for a cavalier. Mm. Um, she, was a, she was a bugger. She used to just charge <laughs> into the garden, barking her head off, not, not frightened <laughs> at all. Uh, well, you see, because I had two. One was petrified, would go around and hype on the sofa. Um, and the other one used to think we're under attack and would run out in the garden and bark at them. But she did that with a pigeon. So I never quite knew whether, whether she was scared or not. But you, you can usually tell. I mean, if you own an animal, you, you kind of get to know when they're scared and the like. And, mm. and I, thought, I thought there were some really good tips in here, Terry. Like, um, you know, they're, they're saying things like, you know, pull the curtains um, to help muffle the sound and, um, you know, put, put like a TV on put or something. Put a TV on, yeah. And, yeah. and I know for a fact, if, if you get, um, there are diffusers. It says here a pheromone. One, but there's also one you can get that's got um, uh, valerian root in um, that is known to calm animals, even calm humans. It used to knock us out years ago. Mm-hmm. Isn't, it's not quite that. That's that why I take but... before the show. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically the thing So, but they are really good because we had them when we first got our cats. Because um, our, our cat, that, well, bless, we lost one. Uh, she had a heart attack, but the other one, um, uh, he's still going really strong. And when we first got them, they were semi-feral, so we used it to kind of calm them down and get them used to us. And and they do work really well so yeah, um, but other, available. other tips you can do things like you know if they've got like those little if you've got cats you, some people have those little igloos and you can put like a yeah. towel over the entrance to give them somewhere to exactly cats hide. naturally cats love to hide so make sure your cat mm. has somewhere to hide if they want to yeah. for example under the furniture cardboard box or in a quiet corner of the room up your curtains. <laughs> <laughs> up your curtains don't try and tempt your cat out because this will cause them to become more stressed let them hide. So yeah. Something that comes naturally to cats anyway. Um, yeah. And we know that uh, lots of LGBTQIA people have cats. In fact, just slightly more than dogs, the surveys suggest. Oh, There's okay. not much in it, but we're slightly more cat-loving than dog-loving. Oh. So they say. Now, if you've got small animals like rabbits or guinea pigs, if they live outside in a hutch, partly cover the cages, pens, or aviaries, if it's a bird, with blankets uh, so that they're well soundproofed. Um, make sure that your pets are still able to look out because if it's totally dark, that might stress them even more. And provide lots of extra bedding so they can burrow away. 
And uh, if you are lucky enough to actually uh, look after or own a horse, which is probably one of the most expensive pets I think you, you, you can yeah. have, uh, hopefully, hopefully they're a bit further out because they usually require a lot of fields and the like. Mm. So uh, they, they don't tend to be so uh, in, into the town. But they say things like, you know, make sure that the fences are fully secure. Um, yeah. and, and the likes of that if they you know do get spooked they still can't can't get out because they do have a tendency to bolt sometimes don't they yes they do they get, get, really get very panicked so, yeah. Um, yeah but the, the RSPCA say you know you can get a lot more advice from um, BHS which is the British Horse Society not British Home Stores British Horse Society <laughs> yeah. I was going to say BHS <laughs> haven't existed for, for <laughs> quite a while um, so, we, we probably should also say uh, to remind people to check their bonfires if they have piled things up before hand to make sure that there are no hedgehogs now can you have a bonfire in bristol because i thought it was a smokeless city and you weren't really supposed uh, to you're not so i don't think you're supposed to um, i don't know I, when i was growing up there's bonfires everywhere whether we went over to see me nan in kent the, there was always oh, yeah. a bonfire yeah. over yeah. there whether we were over here yeah. um, well in, if you on the if west coast check because i know some places you can and some yeah. places you can't um but yeah you're, you're dead right i mean you know if you're building it especially days before um make sure you check it for for animals creatures yes. that might be hi- trying to yeah. hibernate or something. They, they think it's nice and warm and it's freezing yeah, you don't want so, toasted so. hedgehog poor yeah. things so, cool. should, um, should we give a, a few announcements of what things are coming up now or do you want to play a track I was going to go to a track go on there let's um, have some be a devil then we'll come back and have, have some announcements push that but, uh, button but yeah in, enjoy the fireworks um, and uh, look after your animals um, and, uh, and the like because uh, you know it should be fun for everyone including the pets so. indeed uh, anyway you're listening to Shout Out we'll be back in a minute the Shout Out podcast that's it happens some Times by a uh, jackpack. So I quite like that one. Yeah, good bouncy, <laughs> bouncy house beat, isn't it? Yeah, I always know when I got a track right because you lot all kind of like bop along. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's much easier to do that in the studio. It is, yeah, yeah. It's really funny because when, when we were like uh, at remote, of course, there, there is a slight delay between uh, uh, me mixing you all down and like the cameras and the like. So <laughs> it's things like uh, um, not Ella, Lara always likes to do the dum 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 at the beginning, and you can't do it when you're remote because the timing's slightly out <laughs> it doesn't quite sound right. So uh, anyway, Wonder Woman. <laughs> You have some yeah. announcements. Oh, well, no, I was going to mention um, Linda Carter. Uh, she tweeted the other day, and uh, thanks to Hazel Dean for this because uh, she retweeted it, um, saying the, how she supported um, trans women and uh, all trans women are Wonder Women. Oh. End of. That's <laughs> it. Linda Carter, she was fantastic, wasn't she? The yeah. Original. She's still looking good. She looks fantastic. As are you, Hazel. <laughs> and I think it was Hazel's birthday this week. It, Should we say um, happy birthday? Oh, happy I'm sure it's this week. Um, it's gone. It's got, just, yeah, just, just be. Yeah, yeah. 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 So Absolutely. happy birthday, Hazel. Happy birthday. Yeah. 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 Lovely person. Yeah. Lovely person. So, but yeah, we always knew you were under I've, I've got a couple of announcements as well, just okay. before. Um, <gasps> yeah, we've got okay. okay. Well, <laughs> Nigel and Miss Jamtart apologise for not being able to make the show. Oh. I, uh, Nigel's not um, feeling too good. Um, but they were both coming in to make sh- mention Winter Pride, which is going to be taking place at Western Supermare at the Trump. Pacana on Saturday the 11th in the daytime between 11am and 5pm and 11th in, of uh, November yeah, uh, December, December. Um, uh, and right. in the December. evening between 8pm and 2am so club night um, so they've got Fraser Banks they have Claire Delune I love that. <laughs> That's my favourite classical. That is a bit of Debussy camp. Uh, Chloe Buttlift. 
and Miss Bon Kiki Delight. Um, Wonderful. That's if that great. means something else, I have no clue. I'm completely innocent party to this. I just read. I just read what's put in front of me. Um, also, there's a protest coming up, which I, you alluded to in the uh, in the news, Terry. About the BBC article. Uh, the BBC. But, yeah. It's a mm. demo against BBC transphobia. It's Saturday, the sixth of November. So this Saturday at two p.m. Right there at Broadcasting House, Portland Place, W1A1AA. Oh, right, in London. Yep, um, and and that's the Oxford Circus Tube you need to get there. Right. Right. All all allies and LGBTQIA people welcome. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I have to admit, I was quite gobsmacked reading that. That article, I, I nearly fell off my seat. I couldn't believe what I was reading. So, yeah. I, I did see a, uh, an update um, on Pink News earlier, actually, um, that uh, um, apparently she's gone on to make some really transphobic statements on her own blog. That mm. uh, the BBC have finally gone, uh, yeah, no, that's a bit too much, and actually yeah. kind of like. Disassociated she, when you say she, show. this is the person that the BBC interviewed yeah, who yeah. made these astonishing um, claims about yeah. trans women. Yeah, yeah. Um, Manchester, there's. Um, I think this weekend it's the Anarchist Book Fair, which will appeal to the left of the LGBTQIA movement. There's always been a, a crossover with sort of activist types, so that's going on. And also, um, uh, one of the other LGBTQIA stations around the country called Gadio. Tomorrow they're doing their um, awards for various prides and community activists and that. So if you're shortlisted, good luck. Good luck to you. Mm. Yeah, Indeed. Tomorrow. Indeed. Yep. Cool. Well, have you got anything? Well, no, I was just, you know, I was just thinking it's really cool, you know, because things are starting to open up and... Yeah, and, it's and, great and there's a like, winter pride. Well know. done to Western Supermare um, for putting that on. No, because so, so many things, like, stop. Like, I, I know, I mean, from from my my point of view, I do keep an eye on a lot of stuff, but obviously being a gay man, one of my focuses is also uh, all the gay, gay stuff. And men. I know that um, Swarm, like and, Swarm and Swatham and uh, Fet Club and, and all of those are opening again and... Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> lots of lots of events take. Anyone will think you're take, a gay, Andrew. <laughs> oh. I'm only not gay when you're using that silly lasso thing, Wonder Woman. I have oh. to keep that as part of my persona. Never <laughs> <laughs> know when she's gonna have to so. whip somebody. But it, it does anyway. Uh, the point I was trying to make is yeah. um, it's what shoutouts here for. So if you are running events and they're opening back up, uh, please get in touch with us because uh, uh, we love to hear about them. And as you probably heard over the shows, we we we, we talk about an awful lot of them. Yeah. So um, and we um, cover and a lot of, lot of the UK. As we're well, forever so, yeah. talking about uh, about them. Um, uh, really easy to get hold of us. We're on Facebook on Twitter you can also email studio at shoutoutradio.lgbt Can I just um, say hello to everyone in Derbyshire Hello everyone Um, in Derbyshire Because they've been tagging us uh, for a few of their events uh, which I've uh, retweeted for them Um, but um, if Derbyshire local radio need us then we are available Absolutely (laughs) Absolutely It's weird that we're we're in Bristol and it's going out over there that's quite cool I think it's wonderful I love it Nice place, Derbyshire. Never been. It's, uh, I, I've driven through it quite a few times, so it's, it's a very, very nice place and stopped for, stopped for a coffee on the way. And are we close enough we can start mentioning the C word? How many days is it to go? Oh. It's 50 days, actually. It's 50 days to Christmas Eve tomorrow. Wow. Well. Yeah. And we've got a Christmas special coming up. Yes. Yeah, Christmas Ooh. cracker. 
Yeah, that would be fun. And hopefully Ella's going to come back and join us for that as well, which would be That would be good. But we're also so. going to uh, do a little bit of how to cope at Christmas as well, if yeah. you're, yes, if we you're less keen on it. Yep. So yeah. it'd be good. Uh, anyway, that's it for this week. Apologies for the kind of like techie breakdown at the beginning. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> I do apologise. Uh, enjoy the fireworks. Please do stay safe because uh, we love you and we'd love to have you back next week. Check us out. Catch up with our podcast at shoutoutradio.lgbt. Uh, next week it's Trans Pride Southwest. See, events, they're, they're all happening. They are. Uh, but from myself, from Wonder Woman, from Andy, and from uh, Wonder Newsman, say bye bye, everyone. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> Shout out. LGBT radio for you.